Hello and welcome. Thank you for downloading this week's Sermon and Prayers of Intercession from the English Reformed Church Amsterdam. We hope you will enjoy what you are about to hear and that you will be blessed. Let us pray. Living God, speak your word and so set us free to serve you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thursday of this past week, as you may be aware, was Ascension Day, when we celebrate the ending of Jesus' physical presence on earth and his return to whence he came, sitting down at the right hand of majesty on high, as the Bible puts it. This was the enthronement of Jesus, Lord of life and conqueror of death, Lord of everything. And as I hope will become clear, that is a great background to our reading this morning from Acts Gospel, uh, the book of Acts. Paul and his companions are traveling around the ancient world, proclaiming Jesus as Lord and they are in the city of Philippi. And what strikes us about the scene here is that everyone is in need of liberation. Everyone is captive in one way or another. So we read of a slave girl who has a spirit of divination. She is possessed by some spirit who prompts her to follow Paul and his companions and to cry out, these men are slaves of the Most High God who proclaim to you a way of salvation. And surely she is possessed of some insight and discernment for what she says is true, but the spirit who animates her is not of God. It is evil And the slave girl is therefore in need of release, and Paul casts the spirit out. Hallelujah. There are, however, some who are not well pleased at this. The slave girl, after all, is possessed not just by an evil spirit. She is possessed, too, by evil men who make money out of her spirit of divination. A great deal of money, we are told. And here we encounter the great god Mammon. And with it, one of the most wicked and pervasive forms of evil, the alliance between religion and money. Religion, after all, can be big business, as it is here in Philippi or as in medieval Catholicism, effectively selling grace and salvation, or as in today's TV evangelists conning poor people out of their money. Too often the church and money form bedfellows. Money enslaves. And these predatory men at Philippi, and not just their slave girl, are in need of liberation from it. There's more, however. 
Outraged at the loss of their revenue, the slave girl's owners drag Paul and his companion Silas before the city authorities. And just listen to what they say. These men are disturbing our city. They are Jews and are advocating customs that are not lawful for us as Romans. Get that? Yes, here the race card is being played. These people are foreigners. They're not like us. They disturb our peace. And here, of course, is another power that enslaves us. Racism, xenophobia, fear of the other. So these slave owners are captive to race as well as to money. And indeed, given that these men are exploiting a slave girl, we might go the whole way and recognize that they are also tainted by a strong dose of sexism and misogyny. Same old story. That is Philippi for you, a microcosm of our familiar world. Evil spirits, money, racism, sexism, the same old captivities. But then, something different. Paul and Silas are punished for disturbing the peace and then they are captives too in a jail cell. Only their captivity is different. Just look at them, or rather listen to them. They are singing, for while their bodies are in chains, their spirits are free. And why? Well, we'll come back to that. But first, there is one more person in need of liberation, the jailer who guards Paul and Silas. For suddenly there is an earthquake and Paul and Silas are freed, and that is bad news for the jailer. He is in deep trouble. He will be executed for allowing his prisoners to escape. And so he cries out, what must I do to be saved? And we have invested that cry with all kinds of baggage, as if ma this man was asking how he could attain salvation, how he could get to heaven. But he isn't. That is not what is on his mind. One commentator has suggested that this jailer's cry of what must I do to be saved is best translated, how do I get myself out of this mess? A cry that many of us are very familiar with. And back comes the answer, believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus and let him sort out this mess for you and your household. Now note what Paul is doing here. 
he is pointing this jailer to Jesus, the Lord Jesus. In other words, the ascended Jesus who is Lord of all. And this brings us back to where we started. You see, it is the ascended Lord who broods over this whole passage. It is this ascended Lord who is exalted over the exploited slave girl. The ascended Lord who is exalted over the men who are oppressors but who are themselves oppressed. The exalted Lord who is sovereign over the jailer who is bound by fear for his life. The sovereign Lord who is exalted over Paul and Silas in their jail cell. And here is something interesting. Note how Paul and Silas are described originally by the slave girl. She follows them crying out, these are slaves of the Most High God. And she's right. Paul and Silas are slaves too. But they are a very different kind of a slave of a very different kind of master. Paul and Silas are slaves of the ascended Christ, the liberating Lord. And that kind of slavery enables you to sing even when you are chained hand and foot in a jail cell. That kind of slavery liberates the human spirit. That kind of slavery defies the deathly powers that try to rule this world. To be a slave of the ascended Christ is to be a slave of no one or nothing else, and thus to be gloriously free. And it is this ascended Christ who invites us here to this table this morning to celebrate our liberation and our release. Here in bread and wine, the Lord Jesus gives himself to us. And he gives himself freely with nothing to pay. We bring our prayers of intercession. Let us pray. Loving Father, grant us courage to challenge the status quo. Make your church the place where people stand up together against injustice and exploitation, especially for the most vulnerable in our society. Please protect the displaced people from those who would take profit from their situation. We pray for places where good works and deeds reign, that these words and deeds become contagious, so that the world becomes a better place for all your creatures. Lord, encourage us to spread the word of your love and forgiveness wherever we go. Protect people who are persecuted for their faith as we remember them in our prayers. Thank you, Lord, that we are free to worship you in safety today. And Lord, we pray that our mission in Amsterdam brings glory to your name. Thank you, dear Lord, for our blessings. 
When we try to count them, they are too numerous to mention. In times of trial, you are there. In times of joy, you are there. And we say thank you. In the name of our ascended Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen. <laughs>